Welcome to this week's version of Fight Facts with Philly Joe, Joe Sanliquito, a features writer and writer-at-large for Ring Magazine and RingTV.com. And as always, I have the pleasure of being joined by Brooklyn Mike, Michael Woods. What's up, Woodsy? Hello, Hello Joe. How are you? And uh, you use that term writer-at-large again, and I remember I, uh, I liked that when you said that a few weeks ago there, pal. And oh. then so I, I started... Uh, trying to refer to myself as a writer at large around the house. And uh, my wife and kids just pretty much mock me, and they're like, you are a writer at large. Look at your waistline, you swell. <laughs> so, uh, so I pretty much stopped doing that right away. Uh, but it works for you, though, pal. How are you doing? Doing well, doing well. I got my head out of my butt and, right. and uh, uh, out of the bucket of ice that it was in. And uh, gradually uh, crawling my way back to the boxing community. So uh, I had a chance to... Hold on, hold on. Your head was in your butt and then in ice in that order? What what, what claim that? In the butt and then the ice? (laughs) Why the the butt? Why the ice? What was... Explain that, please. Uh, Super Bowl. uh, Super Bowl week. What did I do? I did. I wound up being... uh, 42 stories over four days, and um, as you know, um, I mean, we you, you, you spill your blood and guts out on these things, and uh, uh, you pace yourself. There was a number of times you'd get there, and um, in the press area, I was usually getting there around 9 or 10 in the morning, and I wouldn't leave until at least 5 or 6 at night, usually one of the first there, and uh, oftentimes one of the last to leave. So I had uh, four different outlets I was responsible for supplying uh, coverage and stories for, uh, two major, major outlets, one of which is CBS here in Philadelphia, the other one, Philly Voices, which is also in Philadelphia. And that also means 42 different stories. So, uh, but I'm, I'm happy. I'm back. Uh, I'm back in the boxing fold again. Good, I got good. a chance to spend uh, Friday, the day after, the uh, city of Philadelphia's joyous uh, uh, parade, uh, celebrating the uh, Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles, and I got a chance to spend some time with one Danny Garcia, and Danny and I got to spend some time one-on-one, actually quite a bit of one-on-one time together, and uh, some things were, were were expressed to him, some things were revealed, and it was overall a very, very strong, very cathartic uh, conversation between the two of us. We go back with each other quite a bit, Danny and I. Um, I was the first one to ever write about Danny nationally. Uh, actually, the story that I wrote about Danny garnered me my first uh, BWA, my first Boxing uh, Writers Association of America writing award. I, I got a second uh, on the feature I did on Danny as a new face, which is something uh, I always loved to do. These guys... Uh, Coming up, uh, Danny was a new face I did. Zab Judah was a new face I did. Uh, Floyd, six or seven fights into his pro career, was a new face I did. Uh, Miguel ah. Cotto was a new face I did. Um, yeah, uh, so I'm just off the top of tip of my uh, off the top of my head. You know some of these guys. Um, right. So um, it's um, it was neat. It was neat talking oh. to him. So and, you 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 said stuff was like revealed, and I mean, had you guys had a beef or something? No, we didn't. No, by no means did we. No, by no means did we. But but I, I thought, and I, and I talked to Danny, and as I told you, I mean, you know, we're supposed to be, we're supposed to be quote-unquote unbiased, but he, he's a kid from Philly who never really, for the most part, got his chance to turn around and do the things that he has done. And Danny's defied a lot of odds, and I think you would also agree on that. Um, he's overcome quite a bit. I think you would also agree on that. 
Um, but I also told him, I said, Danny, you lost the fight against Keith Thurman for all the wrong reasons. In my opinion, uh, Danny didn't start fighting that fight till the fifth or sixth round. And he says, you know what? You're right. He says, you're right. I didn't. You know, there was a lot of things going on in our training camp. There was a lot of things I finally felt the pressure get to me, which he openly admitted. He says, there oh, were some okay. things there that, 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 that restricted my way of, of fighting, my way of thinking. And yeah, I lost that fight to Thurman for all the wrong reasons. As a matter of fact, he says to me, I lost that fight. He believes that Thurman didn't beat him. And, and he has an argument. I'm not saying that's true, but he has, Danny, Danny Garcia has an argument there. And uh, I also told you know, him, I mean... Did he reveal to you what some of the things going on in camp were? Or was it just sort of that vague things were going on in camp? Well, first off, what was going on with his father uh, affected Danny. And when uh, Angel was accused of being a racist, I mean, he said some things that he shouldn't have said. I know Angel really well. Angel's not a racist. He's, he's, he's an equal opportunity <laughs> insulter. He will insult everyone. Yeah. And then some, regardless of race, color, creed, he'll go after you. But Angel Garcia is, is not a racist. Uh, last time I looked, racists don't have African-American people that's part of their camp, that are close to their camp, that are close to them. Uh, Danny strength and conditioning coach is, uh, is an African-American gentleman. Uh, there's a, also a, a confidant that's part of their camp uh, named James. Um, and uh, he's African-American. So, you know, these, these guys here, the, the racist people don't have other people, you know, people of other races and, and ethnicities involved uh, and, and, you know, who they're footing the bill for. That's the last time I looked. I mean, the racist people have, you know, uh, you have white racists out there. You have black racists out there. You have racists of all shapes, size, colors, and, and ethnicities. And again, the last time I looked, um, uh, white racists didn't have blacks uh, uh, in their, in, in, you know, uh, in, in their company working for them. Uh, black racists didn't have whites working for them. You know, uh, <laughs> I just have a tough time uh, believing that. And an angel. Well, it's it's I it's, I don't know. These guys work for him, or they're like friends with him, and they're in the camp. Uh, I mean, race. I'm not saying he is racist at all. Mm -hmm. I happen to agree with you, mm -hmm. but I think maybe I think a racist, just a generic racist, might hire someone. A white racist might hire a black person to do work for them. I don't know. Mm, I really don't think so. You don't think so? No, I have my doubts. I, do, Hold I don't on. think so. Remember, this is, will not veer too hard into this, but remember that guy who was running for Senate from Alabama, that guy Roy Moore? And people okay. were accusing him of being racist and biased and whatever, and his wife gets up and says, we are not racist people. We are not biased towards people. As a matter of fact, we have a Jew attorney who works for us. And people were just like, oh, God. Shut up. <laughs> and, and by the way, that Jew attorney then uh, was interviewed and, and said that actually I think he wants nothing to do with them, and, and he, he kicked them to the curb. So, yeah. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. I, I, agree, I actually agree with you. I don't think, uh, I, I don't think Pop is racist. Now, are you saying that he says that, like, that all that kerfuffle was getting into his head and was distracting him for real before this fight against Thurman? It, it affected Angel. Angel told me, Angel told me, he says he's going on, he says, you know, you had all this drama going on, all this drama going on. I said, Angel, you caused kind of that, some of that drama yourself, kind of yeah. admitted it a little bit, and he says, you know, this is what happened. 
He says, and Joe, he says, I don't wake up until the fourth or fifth round. I mean, I usually know how to wake Danny up. I didn't. He's, he's sleepwalking. I'm sleepwalking. He says, I didn't, to quote him directly, I didn't turn around and start to do anything until I heard my cup man just say, Danny, you're not using the jab enough. And, and I got into a flow. Um, the Danny Garcia that I saw. Isn't, isn't that interesting, Joe? How often do we hear that, that we ever hear a trainer admit that, that they weren't into the flow of a fight to a certain point? I don't, I don't recall hearing that much at all, if ever. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's interesting, too, when, if you have, and again, I go way, way back with Angel, with his team, with Danny and, and the whole group. And, and obviously, too, you walk into that situation where some people feel more comfortable opening up to some people than they do others. And um, that's what um, that's what I think took place here. Uh, myself and the esteemed Bernie Fernandez was with me. Uh, again, they go back with the both of us. So um, uh, that's what um, that's what he said, you know. And that's what uh, that's what he admitted. Now, you you uh, assuming like most people that he uh, handles Brandon Rios. That Rios is 31, but quote unquote an older 31. And by the way, I've said this to Rios, to himself, to his face. Um, Everyone's assuming that, frankly, uh, any person that has talked about retiring and then has come back as you have, they kind of look at that with a wary eye and say, eh, that's not a good sign. And he acknowledged that. He said, no, I understand, I get that, but I swear to God, I'm into it. I'm in it to win it. I'm mature now. I am head screwed on straight, all that stuff. He's saying all the right things. So funny in, in talking to Rios. He seems like such a mature guy now. Like the, the knuckleheadism is, is totally is totally gone. He's not interested in silly trash talk and it's uh, it's I don't know, refreshing, but I miss the old the old guy with a little bit of a youthful uh, knucklehead sort of tendencies uh, a little bit. I will say I think that if Brandon Rios were to beat Danny Garcia Right or wrong, I think a lot of people would see that as a pretty freaking humongous upset. Is that is it? Would that be wrong to say? Are we not looking at the right way? It, would that not be so much of a huge upset? Are, are people looking at this fight sort of incorrectly going into it? It would be a huge upset. Uh, a yeah, Danny, okay. the Danny Garcia that I saw last week was first off in great shape. Probably, I'll tell you this: I've known Danny for seven, eight years. Um, this is the best shape I've ever seen him. Now, he's always been in good shape. This is the thickest I've seen him. This is the most muscular I've seen him. He, there was a pop to his punch on the heavy bag that made a thud. Uh, and a very distinct pop, a, a different pop and a thudding pop. Far deeper, far harder than he's than I, I've ever heard him hit before. And then, really? peeking around a little bit, he's knocked out three or four of his sparring partners for tra- in the training for this fight. So... There's a little bit of a different Danny Garcia. Right now he's walking around at a buck fifty, a buck fifty-two, so he's going to be able to make the one forty-seven pound uh, limit uh, pretty easily. And and this was again, this was last Friday, uh, so we're talking here on Monday, Monday afternoon. And um, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Danny Danny's goal is very simple. Just as my goal is to to end him. You know, I, I believe uh, Rios has only fought once in the last two years. Uh, Prior to that, I believe he got pretty much thumped. It was uh, was it Tim Bradley that beat him in 2015, 2016? Right. Yeah. So um, that was that looked like he was kind of going through the motions at times, and people thought that was the end of the road for him. And once it looks 
like that to people, man, it's hard to sort of come back from that. There's a reason that he was acting like he was a little bit burnt out and frazzled. Hey, listen, maybe he can do it. He's only 31, but he's 31 with a lot of mileage on him. And uh, I, I would be surprised, as would many, if not most, no, hell, all people, if Brandon Rios uh, surprised Danny Garcia with the upset. That said, I always like an upset. I mean, and uh, uh, Rios is one of those kind of scrappy kids that I rooted for, quite frankly, coming on up. So uh, if he were to pull it off, uh, that would be uh, quite monumental and enjoyable from the perspective of just digging uh, an upset win. Uh, Danny Garcia, let me ask you this. So I'm at that Showtime upfront, and he was sort of advertised and advertising himself as one of the biggest stars in boxing, I think he said. Um, how much does he resonate there in the Philadelphia area? How much do you see him as a star in boxing? I kind of feel like he is um, one of those guys that, you know, has, and certainly has a name within the sport, but kind of always wonder how, how big his name is outside of that circle within Philadelphia and outside of our small boxing realm. Danny remains a name in the sport. Uh, he remains a name with people within the Philadelphia boxing community. But we are a small and rare breed. We are, uh, as I've told you and as I've railed about a number of times, uh, there is no coverage. There is no coverage in the Philadelphia area when it comes to, uh, when it comes to boxing. Philadelphia Inquirer, Philadelphia Daily News, and Philly.com, which is the website for both the Philadelphia Daily News and Philadelphia Inquirer, the two major newspapers, in the Philadelphia, I do not cover the sport anymore. They've uh, they have not covered it since uh, Bernard Fernandez retired, which I think is now uh, six or seven years. So, and even with um, even with Mayweather McGregor, uh, large fights like that, uh, no one was ever sent out to Vegas. Uh, I think they had, I think they ran two paragraphs of wire copy, and that was it. And you know what? I was out there. I was out there for CBS, CBS Philly. I was out there for Philly Voice. Uh, ringtv.com, and uh, did my thing, and did my job, and um, and that's it. So, I mean, if people want boxing coverage, certainly in Philadelphia, they know where to go to. They know uh, myself and, and, and Mr. Fernandez as boxing people, and um, they could certainly go to ringtv.com and, and, and ringtv.com's website. I mean, I, I was there for, for Danny's media workout, and um, uh, all the good stuff will be up there, as well as some video that I took from Danny's work. Okay, so. so so to that end, let me ask you this, little slight segue here. If, in fact, we do get a rematch between Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor, but this time within UFC's octagon, as has been rumored, because Floyd has now been flirting with it and going back and forth with McGregor again on social media, would you welcome it from the perspective of we're talking right now about how there is a lack of coverage in big papers and, and such, and we are this niche sport as far as media goes. And we are. By the yeah. way, I'll throw this in. I just went to a media luncheon for the guys who were headlining the Friday Bellator card, Matt Mitrione and Roy Nelson, and it was set for, you know, like 20 people or so, but far fewer showed up. And, uh, man, that's not to the discredit of the guys setting it up or, or anything about that, but just point, kind of pointing to what I'm trying to say is that uh, fight sports, are, it's all in this, except for like the really biggest uh, extravaganzas or novelties, and there are only a couple of them a year. Uh, apart from that, it sort of goes down to crickets a little bit. So, hey, I loved it. I was talking to Matt Mitrione for like an hour and a half, 
it was good for me. But I was kind of like, well, you know, fight sports are fight sports, man. They're heavy duty nips. So I ask you this: um, if it is uh, occurs, uh, the rumor plays out, and somehow Floyd actually decides to go into the octagon, we tend to think that he won't. But major things have happened. Would you welcome that, or are you just like, mm, it's a novelty? Been there, done that. And are you like many of the people that I see on social media saying, Woods, I don't even want to hear about this. Don't even, I don't, don't even bother me. If it happens, it happens. But don't even bother me with the, sort of the flirtation and, and the coverage up till that point. Where do you stand on that? I'm curious. Uh, do I think it will happen? No. If it did happen, I'd have heavy interest in it. And I'd have every interest in it because I, I want to laugh my ass off. I, I think it would be fun. I think it would be funny. I don't give Floyd much of a chance. As a matter of fact, I think Connor would have a far easier time with Floyd in the octagon than obviously well, Floyd yeah. gave, uh, gave McGregor. But then again, there too, which again, I, I know it pissed off a lot of people what I wrote, but I know for a fact Floyd didn't train for that fight. Floyd, Floyd did not train for the McGregor fight. And he's in there still with a world-class fighter. And I don't care. A world-class fighter, which, by the way, uses his hands. You know, uh, boxing doesn't require you to use your legs. Well, it requires you to use your legs to get out of the way. It doesn't require you to turn around and um, uh, use your legs to kick somebody in the side of the head. Billy Joe, right now, what percentage chance do you believe that Floyd Mayweather will fight in the octagon using full UFC rules against Conor McGregor? Zero percent. I give it more than zero percent. I freaking have to. I just, I think that this guy is master of the sort of not unexpected, but the master of getting the sense of what is going to be saleable, what is going to be scalable, what is going to be, uh, you know, he always wants to be breaking those records. And can you imagine the degree of curiosity seekers that want to see him lose in that octagon? Now, so I'm with you. I don't think he would do it. I, I don't believe that his ego would allow him to do it. But uh, let's put it this way. When you and me, if we were talking about Mayweather versus McGregor two and a half years ago, I used to get mocked for talking about that. People saying, oh, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. And it did happen. Mm -hmm. I think the, chance, the chances of this happening are less good because, like you just said, I'm right there with you. It's a completely different sport. I see McGregor being able to take him down and uh, pound him out or, or submit him within the first round. But I guess stranger things have happened. And, um, I, damn it, I'm going to write about it. I'm going to cover the flirtation. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cover the uh, back and forth on social media. But I, I, I will admit to you when people are saying to me, I don't want to hear this and, 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 you know, slamming it on Twitter. I'm going to listen to them. I'm going to take that in. And so I, I'm going to question myself. But you give it a 0% chance. Yeah, I don't know, man. I give it, I give it a fifteen percent chance because I, I, I don't see him flirting like this for no reason. Has he done some other flirtation like this that hasn't panned out that, that I'm forgetting? That's entirely possible. I forget lots of things. No, not not really, not really. He's just okay. he's just being Floyd, and he's a great marketer, and he's he's great yeah. at, at 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 putting a lot of attention on himself, and that's all right. fine. But he's also a smart enough guy to realize, you know what? Um, he has his he has his peanuts. Uh, well, hopefully he has a hell of a lot of peanuts. It would be, you know, I, what was it? Tyson that lost three hundred million. Uh, I, I think Floyd's made at least Floyd's made at least two times that amount during his career, possibly three times that amount. So I, I don't. That's a hell of a lot of money to lose, man. And I know. Yeah, Elby says that he gets a seven-figure sort of annuity check or whatever every month. So. Mm -hmm. 
He always says, he ain't, he ain't broke, he ain't broke, he ain't broke. Yeah. He does just fine. Yeah. So, so. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I, but, Mike, the, the reason I asked the question before is, I mean, I like I like him within the game because he brings eyeballs and attention to us. And until we get that next person that does it like that, mm-hmm. I'll take it, bro. Mm-hmm. Even if, you know, the, the matches are a little bit goofy and at this point novelties, bro, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll, 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 I'm, not, I'm not too proud Thank you, baby. Okay. Then you got your uh, World Boxing Super Series 168 bout. That's George Groves, uh, who is, I think, the underdog against Chris Eubank. What, what do you think on that one? Groves has come back rather nicely, though, from back-to-back losses to Carl Foch. Uh, and and uh, I, I, I thought he was going to be done. I thought that chin was uh, you know, pretty much wrecked. Uh, but he's come back. But I think Eubank is a little bit too fast, too strong. Too fresh, and I believe uh, Ubeck is going to beat uh, George Grove in the World Boxing Super Series 168 scrap. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I just um, now, where's this going to be shown? <laughs> oh, the, 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 the fabulous question. It's not going to be shown on any of the uh, big cablers. It's uh, probably going to be relegated to the Facebook page once again. I did actually call uh, Richard Schaefer and left a message. Never get here back because I wanted to know mm-hmm. that uh, cruiserweight final. Uh, where are you going to place that, Richard? Are we going to be able to see them on HBO, Showtime, or, or what have you? Uh, didn't hear back from Richard, so I'll, I'll follow up again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but always curious, very curious. I'm, I never do know that we will ever sort of solve the mystery exactly why that happened. I wrote about it up on the uh, Ring website. And uh, I, I think there are some various theories. Uh, but I think, by and large, Billy Joe, if we had to boil it down, uh, when it was told to me by someone very smart who could have purchased it, we'll say that, he said this tournament was not made for American TV. Mm-hmm. Hello, there's not one American in the cruiserweight batch. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, we are okay. still a nation that likes to adhere to our own. We are tribal in nature, mm-hmm. and we will root hardest for people that uh, we believe reflect uh, our, ourselves and our, our culture. And so that wasn't happening in this World Boxing Super Series through the wake arm, and therefore we didn't see it except on a Facebook stream. Yeah. Which, by the way, I mean, everyone figures out. They know how to do that if they're a huge boxing fan. They figure out where to find it. But I don't know, just with, with, with fights like this, really good ones, you want them to be uh, as widely available as possible because it's the kind of thing where uh, these were the kind of fights where people were like, oh, okay, I, I would like to watch boxing again. That, that was pretty good. So that's not where we are. You and I have yeah. talked about this on, on the show yeah. for, uh, for a while now. That's not where we are. It's where we want to get back to, but yeah. maybe, maybe, and, and, maybe and, never. Yeah, and I don't, think, I don't think it will, but I'll tell you this, though. Yeah. Something, something yeah, there is something to look forward to is that David... Yeah. Uh, Benavidez fight against uh, Ronald Gavril, uh, which I understand was a very, very good fight the first time. Um, David Benavidez, he, he can't help but be in exciting fights. So, and, and I see that being another very, very good fight again uh, between these two. Um, I'd like to think... Joseph, yes, Billy sir. Joe. Yes, sir. I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to ask our listeners to hold me to this. I'm going to predict a Benavidez knockout win. I'm going to predict that Benavidez is going to be as much as 20% sharper than he was last time. I believe 
Mm-hmm. Last time out against Gabriel, he was overtrained. Mm-hmm. Out of four months' worth of camp, because he was looking to have another fight that got scratched, and then he did this one, and he just stayed in camp. Mm-hmm. So mark this down, fight back listeners. Benavides by KO. That's mm-hmm. the way I'm going to be betting if I'm a betting man. And uh, very much looking forward to that. Thanks for, for bringing it up. How do, you, how do you see that one? you think he can get the stoppage this time? I do. I do. Yeah. Um, I do. I, I know Gavril had Benavides in, in some trouble the first time around. I believe it was the either the 11th or 12th round where he was knocked down. Um, but if I also recall, there was one of the judges, uh, and it may force me to look this up, but one of the judges had it completely lopsided, where two had it pretty much in uh, for Benavidez. Um, here, here you go. Here you go. I have it now. Adelaide Bird, there you go. Adelaide did, did, did something good for once. Uh, 116-111 for Benavidez. David Moretti, 117-111 for Benavidez. Glenn Trowbridge, whatever fight he was watching, I don't know. But he had it 116-112 for Gavril. Um, the last few rounds were interesting. I thought uh, Gavril was the more aggressive fighter in that. Uh, I'm sorry, I thought uh, Benavides was the more aggressive fighter in that fight. And I think, uh, in my opinion, from what I recall, I either had it uh, a little bit closer. Uh, but I, I, I might have had it 115-112 or 115-113. Uh but I thought Benavides won, and I thought he deserved to win. Benavides also told me he had like the flu, like kind of like right going into that. And, hey, listen, guys can always tell us that. People do. Let's excuse, but no, it could be an explanation, actually. And he's a young guy uh, who's still learning all these tricks in the trade. Some of the old timers will uh, tell you they do this and that to keep uh, the germs away from them going into a fight. Uh, this young gun is still learning it. Hopefully, he stays. Knock on wood. Germ free going into this one, and if he does, I predict Benavides by KO in the rematch against Capriya. Yeah, I could see that happening. I'm just, I'm just hoping for something, something good, something competitive, something fun, and uh, and then we'll see. You know, we we have that rolling along. Um, uh, I believe also uh, taking place uh, this weekend is the return of Devin Alexander and Victor Ortiz. Uh, Victor, with his little, um, what he's done with his acting, you know, he's he's <laughs> he's back in the fold again. Uh, Devin uh, looked good the last time out. Uh, this is a nice, what I think is a is a good touch for Devin again as he gets himself together. Uh, and then on that, also on that same card from El Paso, you have Caleb Plant. And I did a big piece on Caleb. He uh, and his um, at the time the mother of his his child they went through hell. Uh, he lost a baby girl, and knowing uh, you as a father of two children, uh, it's just it's unimaginable going through that kind of pain and torment. Uh, the stories on, on RingTV.com, and, and Caleb is uh, getting ready to uh, fight again this weekend uh, from El Paso, Texas. That's going to be on Fox, I believe, uh, this weekend. Uh, and, um, you know, obviously we, we mentioned Groves and Eubank. Uh, where that goes, uh, I'll, I'll try to keep track of it, or I'll, may, maybe I'll tune in and, and find out uh, if there's a way to watch that somehow, some way. Um, and then I, I look over the landscape here. Uh, well, we do have, hang on, we do have Sewer Rungvasai fighting Juan Francisco uh, Estrada, and that is the following weekend on HBO. 
I believe it's a boxing Super after dark. Cat. Yeah. 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 So, uh, and they're going to be fun fights. They'll be exciting. They'll be exciting. Sir Rung Vasai, I believe. Sir Rung Vasai, by the way, got my vote for Fighter of the Year for 2017. I, I, I did put quite a bit of stock into him beating uh, Gonzalez the first time and then knocking out Chocolito uh, in a devastating manner the second time. So that's just one man's opinion. Uh, okay. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm not saying I'm wrong. I'm just saying that's my opinion. So and then I, I think just by this time I think by this time next week maybe we'll know where the rematch for the May fifth Canelo versus Golovkin fight is. All whispers are pointing to Las Vegas. That's correct. Yeah, I spoke to a couple of people today. As a matter of fact, right. Brooklyn Mike, and, okay. and that's where that's where it seems to be. That's where it seems to be heading. I, I find myself really coming back around to and being consumed by that fight and talking about it. But and by the way, May is going to be here kind of before you know it. Uh, so I think my anticipation makes sense. But uh, will I do wonder will Floyd Mayweather? Pop in with some sort of other plan and parachute in with some sort of big happenstance to try to steal some of the thunder from uh, this rematch. Uh, I would I would not put money on him not doing that. I think it's a distinct possibility. Floyd Floyd has a way of doing that, doesn't he? Yeah, he does, but I, I, I think the, there were far more greater options this time last year than they are than there are this year. And I unless unless maybe I'll tell you what. Brooklyn Mike, unless yeah. he's ready to get in the octagon, I don't, I don't see it because right now at this stage of where Floyd is in his his career yeah. and his life, you know, if he wants to take on any of the young bucks, your uh, your Spence yeah. and your yeah, yeah, if he, your if he wanted to or, take on Errol Spence, Errol Spence would do it, right? Imagine if he did that. Imagine if he did that. Damn, you'd be like just come back angry and pissed off, say no, man, forty one on 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 February twenty fourth, and I'm still king of this fucking hill. Imagine if he did that. I can dream, can I? I can dream. Mm-hmm. No. Ain't gonna, not going to happen, I know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll reserve the time. I suppose this time next week we will break down yeah. uh, what happens on uh, Showtime this weekend between uh, uh, Danny Garcia and Bam Bam and um, Benavidez and Gavril. And how do, you, how do you pronounce that, by the way, Gavril? Just the way you just did, pal. Afro. You okay, get better don't. and better. I think you've been practicing off-site, Joe. Oh. Your pronunciation. Maybe no. Maybe it's just the Philly Eagles magic or something, but it's just something's just rolling <laughs> off your tongue now. By the way, since since the Eagles have yeah. won the Super Bowl, uh, a Philadelphia sports team has not lost. The, the uh, Philadelphia 76ers, I believe, are 3-4-0 or four and oh since last Sunday, right. and the, the Philadelphia Flyers have won four straight games. So uh, maybe it's the magic. magic. Maybe, maybe it's the down magic. Yeah, maybe that's the Super Bowl magic working some overtime. So, uh-huh. but uh, yeah, it's 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 a good time, and 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 the parade was a once in a lifetime occurrence. Uh, I'll just touch on football for one second. It was it was an incredible experience, and 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 hopefully, hopefully. Uh, at our annual BWAA dinner coming up, and we're we're looking at, at possibly a date sometime in May. Probably the the leaning is towards New York sometime in May. Uh, how about this for some special guests? Uh, okay. Pro Bowl safety Malcolm Jenkins, uh, All Pro uh, right tackle Lane Johnson, and All Pro right guard Brandon Brooks. Three of the major major blocks. Of the Philadelphia Eagles winning the 2017 Super Bowl, and I think they, I think the fighters would get a, as much of a kick out of meeting oh, those totally, guys as those man. guys yeah. with the fighters. So it's just uh, some added celebrity to our uh, great prestigious dinner, 
And it's, it's something, again, uh, well, we'll see where it goes. We'll see, but uh, I'm, I'm certainly working on it, and, and I'm, I'm certainly in their ear. So, uh, uh, and, and right now, though, like I said, I'm happy. I was happy to be with Danny on Friday, uh, happy to be back in the boxing fold again, and, and I really look forward to seeing the fights this weekend. So I'm just I'm just really glad that I didn't get that phone call. Woods, please bail me out. I was busted for public urination at the parade <laughs> from, uh, Philly, from Philly Joe. No, so, I just, you know, no. very 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 no. happy that that didn't happen, Joe. Uh, congratulations for keeping it in your pants. And, yeah, you know, no, thank you. Uh, I bet. <laughs> getting, no, I was. Oh uh, no, it was. It was, it, it was a great experience. The uh, the fans get a, an A plus. And that's very, very rare from Philly fans, even by me, who who I've been critical of Philadelphia sports fans in the past, believe it or not, coming from Philly. Um, but the fans get an A. The city and the organization, the atmosphere gets an A. Uh, even my man, Jason Kelsey, the Eagles All-Pro Center, gets an A. Uh, not crazy about him cursing the way he did, um, uh, because there was a lot of young people in the, in the crowd that day. But uh, overall, his message uh, was powerful and was understood that, uh, hey, this is a team of, uh, of, of, of outcasts. This, is, this was a team that uh, had, to, had quite a bit to overcome, and they did so. Much, less, much like the uh, fighter that uh, we're going to see on Showtime uh, this weekend and Danny Garcia. Marvelously played, Joe. Oh. Good segue there, pal. All right. Uh, well, listen, as always, i let you have the last word, and uh, go ahead, Michael. Yeah, I'm going to please just tell everyone, from us to the world, uh, Fight Facts, don't forget about it. 